Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of the the Parrot Nest. Um, Lee and I have decided to record, and it is about ten p.m. So we'll see how this goes. But <laughs> um, I think we're pretty lively, in a good mood, we'll see. stuff like that. <laughs> Leah just it's, had a shower. I just think it's funny that we like our last episode. It was a big deal because we had to do it that night so we could upload it that day. Because you're OCD about getting one in a month. And then it's October 10th. Yeah, and I know. And we haven't, or it's October, by the time we upload it, it'll be October 9th. Well, yeah. the thing is, is this, it, truthfully, it does bother me that this is October 9th. I just October think it's 9th. funny. It's not funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we have to do two this month, which is fine. I like doing the podcast. I wish we did it more, to be honest. It just honest. makes the numbers messed up. It does make the numbers messed up, which really annoys me. And so, um, anyway... The only reason that we'll talk about this, but we, Lee and I went on a mini vacation. We left like the first or second or something like that. And um, leading up to it, leading up to it, we were just busy. Yeah, that week and never did. So, and it's, and now we have the vacation to kind of talk about. So I think it gives us a little more extra to talk about. You're too. welcome. We have more to talk about. Yeah. Just... <laughs> so, anyways, I wanted to kind of start out today um, with a little bit of something different and something fun. Um, and I thought we could do this more often as a little bit of a segment of the show. Yeah, we'll call it a segment, like we're a real show. It is a sh- real show, and this segment is called Relationship Advice from we Leah. Gotta come for me? Relationship Advice with Leah. As you guys are <laughs> more than aware, Leah is the smartest when it comes to relationship <laughs> advice. I think I just don't have feelings, and so I'm just like, well, this is the obvious answer. But you do have feelings. I think, like, they're just, like, you're just trying to be tough about it. You know? Continue. So, so, I think your your non-feelingness is also true, but you also, I think, are, you do have real feelings and are sensitive, too. So, anyways... Um, give it to me. So relationship advice with Leah. I'm going to try to come up with, or not come up with. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm scouring the internet for, um, people, real people who are asking questions to the real internet about their issues. So anyways, this one's kind of long. So I'm going to really quickly read through it. Then Leah's going to give us her advice real quick. Is this going to be like super crazy? Like, no, it's not that bad. Okay. Just listen up. All right, so this is a 24-year-old girl. She has a boyfriend who's 26. She says, my boyfriend got mad at me for asking him to do the sheets. I had to go to the dentist, and then after, I was going to go hang out with my grandma since my grandpa just died. I washed the sheets, and I didn't have time to put them back on the bed. So before I left, I asked my boyfriend to put them on today, and he just gave me an attitude and told me, okay, in a very rude tone. So I left not thinking too much of it, Uh, and then around 8 p.m. I was on my way back, and I texted him, letting him know, and then he said, don't be mad, I didn't do the sheets because my friend just hit me up and wanted to play Dark Souls, which is a video game. I was a little bummed, so I just said, okay, lol. Then I got home, and I washed all the dishes and took out the trash. He still didn't do the sheets. Then we go up. We go to sleep without any sheets, and the next day I wake up earlier than him, make my breakfast, and play a little Animal Crossing, which is another video game. Then I come back in the room, and he is awake on the bed and still not has still not done uh, the sheets. So they slept on like a bare bed, I guess, with no sheets or something. Um, So I asked him in a very polite way, when he's going to do the sheets and he throws his phone on the ground and says, I'll do them right now. And, and he's throwing the sheets around while doing the bed. And I feel horrible because I feel like I, maybe I asked him in a rude way. I asked him what is wrong. And he feels like I just dumped all of this on him and he doesn't, (laughs) and he doesn't care about my sheets and that I cleaned them so i should have you put them see it, quiet. quotes with his fingers yeah sorry he said my in quotes and, and then i in quotes so anyways they're her sheets 
so he shouldn't have to do them. Plus, it's pointless because um, she has too many sheets, he says, and that if it was up to him, he would sleep on a bare mattress for the rest of his life. And then she says, I don't understand why he is so mad when I just asked him one time to do them by himself because I was busy. The rest of the times I help him. Did I do something wrong? Leah, go ahead. Tell us what your thoughts are and how you might help this young lady of 24 years. Um, I think that the only thing she did wrong is that she hasn't broken up with this child yet. Toddlers throw tantrums, and that is to be expected. Okay, so... So if you're going to date a toddler, then expect him to act like a toddler. Leah, but here's the thing. I knew you would say something like that, (laughs) and that is not how you would actually okay say i am this girl i'm 24 years old you're a, oh if you were the girl then yes, I, would I'm be, saying, I would say that way more politely well tell me how i'm sitting here with you we're at coffee stop making your voice try to sound like we're at coffee babe. i mean <laughs> and leah i my boyfriend he just did all that what, what do you think um well you guys aren't married uh-huh and so he thinks that it's your house and it's your problem, obviously. Mm. He probably doesn't pay the bills because he's a toddler. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're her. I'm her. Um, you don't call my boyfriend that. I'm trying to think of how re- to re- reword things. So you're essentially just trying to say that you would try to convince or tell her that his behavior well, is inappropriate I think that his and behavior childlike. is inappropriate but that doesn't help her because that's her boyfriend so she asked if she thinks that she if she's asking too much i think that his behavior is inappropriate and that her testing him that long is kind of weird like she was like and then i did the dishes and he still didn't do it and then we went to bed without like i would never go to bed without go to bed without sheets that would really weird me out i would not like that i would do the sheets and then she woke up the next morning and still didn't do it and then asked him for the second time instead of being like, okay, that's fine. You can play with your buddies, but would you mind doing it before you go to bed, before we go to bed so we don't have to sleep on a bare mattress? Yeah. And then see what happened. But it was kind of weird how she tested him. That's a little... So now how would you kind of recommend to... that they rectify this in their relationship? <laughs> he obviously has different expectations than she does. Okay. So you need to figure out what your expectations are and if you are compatible or not in your expectations. Because if he thinks that his whole life she's going to do the dishes and she's going to change the sheets and she's going to get up and go to work and she's going to make his lunch and she's going to wipe his butt. Then, (laughs) then, And if she's not okay with that, then that's something that they should probably figure out because that's always going to be a huge point of contention. And there's no point in moving forward. But hear me out. I mean, honestly, he did make a good point. Like, they're her sheets, and she did wash them. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, shouldn't they, she have to do the rest of it? They aren't married. If she has expectations, then she needs to figure out what his expectations are as well. I was making a joke. See, now you didn't catch it, and now it's going to make it seem like that's actually what I think. Well, that is kind of true. No. It's her house, and she put in the in the laundry, and then she got upset when he didn't want to do her laundry. So it's like what I was being sarcastic. I think or... that's kind of ridiculous that he would say that. It was ridiculous. Like if he's sleeping in those sheets, yeah, then those, he, are his those are his sheets too. Yeah, that's what I would say. I'll cut them in half then, and I'll sleep on my side of the sheets. And <laughs> <laughs> your side of the bed can have no sheets. Since that's what you want for the rest of your life. Anyways, that's a pretty good advice, Leah. Thank you. I'll take that home. Honestly, I think Leah made a good point, and that was that they do have different expectations. He obviously has, they haven't had, like, maybe that expectations talk about, like. It kind of yeah. sounded like he lived with her. Like, if he was playing video games with his buddies and yeah, stuff. Pretty, yeah, that sounded like, like they It were sounds like together. they lived together. Yeah, for sure. And so that doesn't make sense that he's like, well, they're your sheets. It's like. Yeah, I bought the sheets. You wash them. Yeah, he was like 26, though. I mean, he's like, I could see like an 18-year-old kid doing that, but that's kind of... That's what I mean. He sounded really immature. That's really weird. Yeah, I would probably have Unless that. Unless he was just throwing a tantrum and 
which is also immature, and not saying things he actually knew. She should definitely have a conversation with him about the maturity level. And if it's not going to rectify, then she should leave him. Yeah, then move on. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anyways, thank you for that segment of Leah's relationship <laughs> advice. Hopefully you guys enjoy that as much as I do. I'll try to come up or find some other stuff for the next one because I think that'll be fun. We'll get to some, we'll find some like crazy ones and stuff like that. I think that you're going to get too crazy. And yeah. I'm just going to be like, you two are too crazy. Just for Honestly, you. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So that's, that's why I did kind of like look through a bunch and try to find, this one was kind of like a, not like an obvious like, oh wow, that's like, m- like manipulation or like yeah. a domestic violence type situation. Yeah. <laughs> like this was like kind of like a, oh, there was some actual, some relationship. Like these people could be compatible. Yeah. But they might just need they to work just through need some to stuff, have some to expectations. Have some real talk. conversations about their situation. Exactly. Okay, so the people are probably waiting, as we have told them last week about, or not last week, last podcast about um, the fact that you're pregnant. Yes, and we told them that we were finding out what the gender was. Yes. Didn't we? I think so. I'm trying to remember if that was two ago or whatever. I think we did. I think we said announced. So anyways, we're, like, Leah's 22 weeks pregnant now. Mm-hmm. So we know what we're having. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell the podcast what we're having? Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> we're having another boy. We are. Bouncing baby boy. Yeah, it's kind of weird to tell on the podcast because I'm like, no one's saying anything. Like, you're not cheering or excited. Like, are you guys upset? Or... Are you, like, how are you <laughs> feeling right now? <laughs> I think everybody in our family is a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Like, which, everyone. Which, honestly, you talked about, like, because we, we, we both said, like, we're going to be happy regardless, either way, whether we have a boy or a girl. Obviously, we were kind of wanting a girl just because that's different. Because um, we want a boy and a But you said that because like there was a little bit of like because the initial reaction i mean obviously everyone's initial reaction is like excitement but then everyone's kind of like oh i was kind of hoping you'd have a girl like that kind of was making you almost a little bit we're like oh sad we suck <laughs> well not like that like you were actually no, kind of but a little we bit... were kind of excited about having a boy like as when she told us we were kind of hoping for a girl, but also we were fine if Asher grew up with a brother, too. We were kind of excited for that as well. And, and also, we don't have to get new stuff, and we can use all Asher's old stuff, and they can share the things, and they can be in the same stuff together. And then everybody was like, oh, we were kind of hoping you'd have a girl. Yeah. And we were like, oh, sorry. And it kind of does make you kind of Because the family, the, both sides, there's no girls. Yeah. There's still only boys, so it was kind of. It just made it kind of made you be a little less excited. Yeah, it did. And that's kind of sad because we want to be excited, and we are. But it just we wanted to like when people are a little bit like, oh dang it, it is kind of like dang it. Well, now I'm kind of bummed as well because <laughs> I am kind of bummed. You know, I wanted a girl. Yeah, they don't have care if we have to buy all new stuff. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, we are pumped. We're having a boy, like. I grew up with them. excited for them to, like, grow up together. Nicole grew up with a brother. Yeah, me and my brother are 16 months apart, and Asher and his little brother will be 15 months apart, so it'll be kind of the same thing. And again, like Leah said, we don't have to buy new clothes. We'll always be able to pass down stuff for a while until Asher and the little brother, until the little boy probably notices that they're getting hand-me-downs. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but they'll like to play with the same toys, and so... You just buy two swords on Christmas yeah. and stuff like that instead of, but again, that could be a bad thing because then they fight over, they're going to mm-hmm. fight all over everything anyways, no matter if it's a boy or a girl, so. Yeah. But I'm excited. Yep. So we're going to, we're struggling now to try, because we had a girl name picked out. Always have. We always have had a girl name picked out. So we're kind of bummed because we don't get to use that girl name. Um... But we got to figure out a boy name. So, and to be honest, like, when I was told, like, when we were, the doctor said, or the, whatever the lady doing the ultrasound, said it's a boy, like, there was a little bit of ping of disappointment 
that went like it was almost like a like a very brief griefing period for not griefing grieving period for me like because it was like almost like my my mind had hyped up all this stuff of like all the stuff I get to do with a little girl you know like I hopefully will get to walk her down the aisle someday and I'll hopefully get to go to little father daughter dances and I'll hopefully be able to cuddle on the couch with her and like hold her while we're watching little movies and, and you know and and just all the things that like the cute things that dads do with their little girls and that like it was all kind of like all those little things that I had imagined kind of like washed over me like my mind right like literally it kind of was like I, I remember this mm-hmm. like her like saying Armageddon. that it was exactly like Armageddon at the end exactly yeah except for they weren't memories <laughs> yeah they were all just imaginations yeah but either way that happened and it kind of was like, just like went through my mind and then as soon as that was over because it was it was like dang it now I'm, I'm almost like grieving those things because yes i might have a girl if we have another kid we don't know but like i may never have a little girl now and i don't ever get to do those things mm-hmm. and so that does make me kind of sad but i pretty quickly transitioned into being excited there was never like a, i'm just bummed out now i don't get to like I don't want this little boy. Like, it's not like that. It was all like, I went immediately into like, okay, it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. And I get to also do all these other cool, fun dad and, and son things, but with another little boy. Right. So, yeah, it'll be really fun. I'm really yeah. excited. I'm excited. Yeah. And? And what? Because we're having a boy. Uh-huh. We decided to go into debt again and get a pickup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think last podcast, was it the last podcast? Did we talk about yes, it? Yes, it was the last podcast. Where we talked about being out of debt? Yes. Um, we didn't go into a crazy amount of debt, but we are back in debt. But, can't, I mean, how quick now does this look? I mean, because, of course, there was a span of a month a and a month. half between a month. Not even. I know, literally a month. And now we're recording another podcast and saying that we went and did that again. Cancel what we said last time. We were so pumped. We, we had a really, whole financial. We were really uncomfortable with being out of debt. We didn't like that kind of <laughs> lifestyle. So now we're back in it. And we just feel better. We feel so much better. We feel so much better having a goal that we can <laughs> reach for because we didn't know what to do with our life or our money before we owed yeah. money to a separate entity. Yeah, that's true. No. It, it'll be good. Cole bought a, a Tacoma, a used Tacoma, and it has it set up to be. To Let have me a tell. Mattress. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Cole. Tell them about it's your. It's my truck. Yeah my story right so years ago i years ago i met a guy who had a tacoma four-door tacoma extended bed right is that what it's called mm-hmm. extended bed with a topper on it that was set up in the back with like this platform that you could pull out and like a whole camping kind of setup and this was like five years ago five or six years ago i don't know as well yeah at least five or six years ago and ever since then, I was like, I want that. Like, as my, like, realistic dream car, um, that's what I wanted was a four-door Tacoma extended bed with a topper set up the exact same way. So, I mean, I've never really, like, been a huge car guy, not, like, to go after it, really. But either way, like, a few days before vacation, Leah texted me this picture that they of the, um, of the truck they just got in because she knew, like, I would just think – the truck is cool, you know, and, you know, so I'm starting to look at it and then I was like, oh my gosh, like I, he said, I'm uh, ready to go back into debt. Yeah. How much is it? I'll trade in the Jeep. Tell the guy that's my manager, tell him that I have a Jeep. I can trade in low miles. Good car. In <laughs> fact, forget about it. I'm just coming in. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. But it like, it was just, yeah, it's like perfect for what we what we wanted, and and then so we just talked about it, and we ended up getting like a really good deal through the dealership. We figured that you know Leah's not going to work at that dealership forever, so it's a good opportunity to get in and get like a little bit better deal than we would without her being there. 
But mostly we'd never be able to find that specific truck. With, yeah. With uh, the long box Tacomas is pretty rare in four door. Our long box Tacomas are even more rare with the topper, more rare with the platform set up. Yeah, it's already it's built out. Like, it has aftermarket bumpers on it with lights and stuff. So it's like literally just set up for camping. And yeah. so we just knew we'd never be able to find another one. And I would never talk myself into spending the money. Right. And so, yeah. And, and honestly, my Jeep is just going to lose value. And so mm-hmm. my Jeep is at the highest level of value it's going to be at, obviously. Um, so, yeah, we traded it in. We got a sweet deal. And now we're back in debt. But not like crazy. So. Marco. <laughs> just living the American dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a good thing. Yeah, we're excited. We're really excited to go camping with the boys. It's not only. We keep saying camping. I don't think it's only camping. Like, it's just. That's really all I want to do. Yeah, but it'll fit snowboards in there so much easier. Think about how, like, I when I when we go up snowboarding, it's just like me and all the guys packed into the back of the truck with those skis like over everyone. I never go, so I don't really. It sucks. And so now, like, we just throw the tarp in, throw all the skis and snowboards on the tarp, and boom, we're ready to go. It's going to be great for that. So there's a lot of, like, awesome benefits to it. It's going to hold its value more than the Jeep, the Jeep did. It's... A lot more. So, yeah, there's just a ton of really cool benefits. And with... when we say we have a Jeep, it's not a Jeep Jeep. It's not a Jeep Wrangler. I call it the mom Jeep. It's a Jeep Compass. So not mm-hmm. the most sought-after Jeep, but it still has a Jeep name, so you still can buy it for more than you should. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's still like the same thing as like a Ford Focus, and it goes for more money. Cool. Well, anyways, um, that was going to be a surprise. But, yeah, we, we, we got back into debt, so... Um, you guys keep us in your uh, thoughts and prayers about that. <laughs> about our debt addiction. <laughs> yeah. We just need a little bit of debt. Just a Not little a lot, bit just more. a little just, bit of yeah, debt. Yeah, I swear I'll be real. <laughs> I swear I'll be content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just have a little bit of debt. Anyway, we were always sound so stupid now that we're like, we were so pumped last podcast about being debt free. And I was like, freedom! <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, okay, here's the real deal. It's because... Remember last time on the podcast that me and Leah were like fighting about the fact that she wouldn't let us move to Hawaii and and be completely free. Well, free. That's exactly. Guess who won? Leah. We're not moving to Hawaii. We're staying here. <laughs> I don't get to go work at Starbucks in Hawaii and live in an apartment. You can't so, afford to live in an apartment in Hawaii off a Starbucks salary. See. Anyways, so I was like, well, shoot, what's the point of being debt-free? So, yellow. So, might as well get a truck and, and stay here in Colorado. I feel guilty because, you know, I follow Dave Ramsey and stuff, and I just really kicked him in the face <laughs> with the baby steps. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry, Dave Ramsey. I know you listen to our podcast. Yeah. Hey, Dave. <laughs> So, all right, let's give a little bit of an update on just, like, where Asher's at with everything. Asher his still doesn't care that he's having a baby brother. Yeah. He is, this week, or this month, he starts looking at you angry, and he thinks it's hilarious. He knows it'll make you laugh if you, like, he, like, scowls. Like, he's a serious scowl. And it's hilarious, and everybody laughs when he does it, so he thinks it's funny, too. Have we never said that before? That's not that new. No, it's different. It's like, he, like, tilts his head down and, like, looks at you, and then, like, just froze his breath. He always has had kind of a resting, crabby face. A <laughs> resting, crabby face. <laughs> if he's, like, confused. Like, he's just like me. If he's thinking about anything, then his brows are kind of furrowed, and he looks like... He's looking at you like he doesn't trust you or like you're an idiot. I mean, that's just his <gasps> thinking face. Yep, go on. I had another thing. And then uh, he can stand, which is not new news, but now he can take a couple steps. He can't walk yet, but he can take a couple steps, and he sits right down. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't even 
want to try. So by the next podcast, I think we'll be. Yeah. Well, we'll see. The next podcast is only in like two weeks. So we'll see. But he's definitely really close to walking. And I keep saying that I'm okay if he doesn't. Yeah, it's true. He crawls so fast now. Yeah, like we have to put, had to put the baby gates up. And Which, I mean. We need more. Yeah. But, because we need more. <laughs> I found him one time at the, like, top of the stairs that go down to Justin's, like, room. And he's never played on those stairs, and he's never shown interest in going over there at all. And so I haven't been that worried about it. But then the other day, like, two weeks ago, Cole saw him literally just, like, like squatting. Like, yeah. literally just squatting on both feet. At the top of the stairs. staring down the stairs. And so I, like, walked over all slow so I didn't, like, make him do anything. And then I grabbed him all quick because I was like, get out You're of there. You're trying to catch a stray dog. And then the other thing I was going to mention and, and ask for advice on from parents is we don't know what's going on. Or maybe this is normal. But Asher, like, is whenever he's getting his diaper change, he is trying to rip his balls off. <laughs> It, but it's specifically his right ball. Yeah. Like, so I think he might have like a itchy ball or something because he is like furiously like grabbing. Or if pulled. he's just trying to like, maybe he thinks it comes off. Maybe, but it's that right one every time. Right. I on... think he's just right hand dominant, and it's easier for him to. Oh. But yeah, it's like pull as hard as he can, pull as hard as he can. And, that's, and I'm like, so we're like fighting him to try to get his hand off of it. And I'm like, is he just playing? Because his face isn't like smiling like he's playing. It's like like he's like, like I'm itching. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he's like itching it whenever he can. Yeah, I don't know. And it's you not take his diaper off and he like tries to grab it and itch it. So I really don't know if he, I thought in the beginning I thought that it was just itchy. Yeah, so because he has a diaper on it twenty four seven. If you have a little boy, um, let me know what you think that is. If you've had those issues with your little boy, yeah, just curious. So it could be normal, or it could be that he's has some sort of irritation or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's probably pretty normal. I know, like, playing with it's obviously pretty normal. He's just going to, like, find – he just reaches down there. But, like, the way he's itching, it seems like he's got some sort of issue. Yeah, and it's never his wiener. It's always his balls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But always the right ball. (laughs) I don't know. It's a mystery. By the time we can ask him, I'm sure he won't remember doing it. And he'll be like, Mom. Gross. It is pretty gross. Do you always wipe his hands off when you're changing his diaper and he's itched his balls? Of course I do. Same. Leah's shaking her head no. She doesn't want you guys to know, but she said... I did not. (laughs) Now she's nodding her head that she is. (laughs) She's lying to you guys. I do a lot of times, but then sometimes I don't because I already, like, put the wipes away or something, and I'm just trying to... It depends on if his balls are dirty or not, <laughs> if I've wiped them yet or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, if they're peed on and stuff. Yeah, like, if they're if they're all wet and I already wiped him, his balls off, and then he grabs it, then I might not wipe off his hands. Just depends. Okay, enough ball talk. Um, all right, so I think we really only have the one more thing on our notes to talk about, and that's our vacation. Our trip to Tennessee. Which is kind of two things, but either way, we, we finally got a quick little vacation. This Cameron Peak fire is still burning. Still going. It's been since our, it's almost been two months now that this fire has been going in the county, which is crazy. That's pretty insane. So anyways, we've got a day, we got some time off, um. And so we decided to go down to Tennessee and visit our friends, Tim and Hannah. Friday through Monday. A Friday. Yeah, we left on a Friday, came back on a Monday, and it was super great. But before we really get into 
um, the actual trip itself and kind of just like how fun that was. I just kind of wanted to like touch base on traveling with a kid. So, um, I was worried about it. We bought plane tickets. Yeah. Obviously. So I was worried about going, getting on the plane. Are we, am I going to be allowed to take my carrier? Am I not? Am I going to be allowed to take the car seat with the car- with the stroller? Am I going to have to check one and not the other? Are they going to tell me? Or am I going to get to the plane and then tell me, oh, you can't take that? And for those that don't know, what was the answer? They were very helpful. And? The lady that checked us helped me check in and get Asher's ticket. Um, told me everything and we checked the car- the stroller and the car seat no checked no we well, went not all... At, all the way at the gate yeah you, like go to the gate and they give you tags for it and they check it at the gate and then they bring it out for you at the gate yeah so long story short you're fine just yeah even if it comes in multiple pieces and everything yeah. just you do it. have to complete at least in denver we did we did in tennessee we had to take the car seat apart completely which was a little bit surprising. Oh, for security? But the lady at security was also, again, very helpful, but not very fun. And she took the whole thing apart for us. Yeah. And then security decided... Very helpful, but not very fun. She wasn't. I know, she was kind of an attitude. Everybody at security always has an attitude, but they're not always mean. They just, like, aren't willing to be your friend. Like, they're just like, don't talk yeah. to me. And I don't care if you listen to this podcast and you work for TSA, uh, you have a useless job. So, <laughs> sorry. One less listener. But it's true. Yeah. Our 18 listeners just went down to 17. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Um, the only issue that we had at the airport was a pretty big issue. Oh my gosh. This was literally the most stressed I have been in a very, very long time. I almost cried in public. I was just so stressed. I didn't know what to do. We left our backpack, which is Asher's diaper bag, at security because they took it off the line. And we were so worried about putting the car seat back together, or not the car seat, the stroller back together, and putting Asher in the car seat into the stroller. And getting our stuff and putting our shoes on and everything and the fact that we actually made it through security in denver there's just a lot going on in that 10 seconds and we got on the train that takes you to the terminal that takes you to the terminal and while the doors were closing on the train we realized that we had forgot asher's diaper bag which is a backpack and we should have sprinted off the terminal right there or off the train right there but we didn't max fast enough and we've kind of had a situation where something was switched at security before Uh and they called our gate and they brought it to our gate and it was really easy like and so we're like well we'll just go to our gate and maybe they'll just bring it to us instead of us having to go back and go backwards through security and we were a little short on time we had like what 20 minutes or 10 minutes to boarding and like 45 minutes to being able to actually like until last boarding or last call or whatever you want to call it whatever it is called mm-hmm. and we still had our seats separate we needed to get seated together because they had sat us separately instead of together because uh-huh. we so didn't we purchase both, our tickets we both had middle seats well tell them about the you didn't purchase we were under thing. the impression that people were not that uh airplane companies were not booking anybody in the middle seat we thought that because of covid and social distancing that nobody was sitting in the middle seats but they are just to let you know the plane was completely full Seriously. And they call, I told Cole, will you go to the gate and get tags for our car seat? And switch the seats. To see if we can sit together. Stroller and I'll go find customer service or whatever 
Um, Because that's what the guy at the gate told us is that we need to go to United Customer Service. Yeah. Like 20 gates away. And so I went down there really quick, quick. Cole went to our gate and got the seats switched and everything. And the lady was like, well, you're not going to have time to go to for them to bring it to you. You're going to have to go back to security, which if you know the Denver airport, there's trains that take you from the gates to baggage claim. And they take you from security to the gates. And so you would have to stay on the train the whole loop and get off where the people are getting on at security. And so it wouldn't be a short, like it would take a little bit longer. And then you'd have to go make sure you got to the right security because there's south and north north security. And so there was, it was just very stressful. She called there. They didn't have her bag. I text Cole says, you need to come down here. We're going to have to sprint to get the bag. And so Cole comes down there. I get Asher in the car, the stroller and everything. And Cole just goes by himself to security, hopefully to find it. And while Cole's doing this, we literally, everything we need for Asher is in that bag. Like his bottle, it's time for him to take his nap. So it's time for him to have his bottle, any food, his formula, his bottle, change of clothes, clean diapers, wipes, like literally everything for Asher is in that bag. And I didn't have anything. Uh-huh. And so I'm trying to find, I talked to the information desk. The guy was very nice, but not helpful. Because nobody had formula. Like, you can't buy formula. There. If you don't have formula or a bottle, sorry. I don't know. So I bought some applesauces thinking, well, maybe this will keep him calm a little bit or distracted at least. Because Asher's not at a spot where a bottle or where food suffices. is like He needs a bottle. Yeah, it's not the same thing. And so I'm like, we're going to get on this plane. If they don't have our bag, because she told us that they didn't have their, our bag. We're like, if they don't have our bag, we're just going to get on this plane with the angry baby and he's going to be hungry and angry for two hours. Uh-huh. So I was so stressed, so stressed. And then I went back to the information desk and talked to the police officer that I had talked to and he called down to security and they did have our bag and Cole was there and he got it and it was fine. Apparently they take it off the line and... I mean, it's our fault. We didn't notice that they had taken it off the line, but we didn't go to th- them. And usually they come up to you with your bag while you're there and are like, is this your bag? And you say yes or no. And then they take you with them and they go through your bag with you. But we just didn't notice. Yep. Either way, that was the most dramatic part of the trip. That was so Just for you. I'm just kidding. No, it probably was. But, yeah, that was really, really stressful. But I'm, And then by the time I finally got back, I literally, because I sat on the train for too long and went an extra stop and had to go back. And so it was just stressful. And, um, and then by the time we got back, literally we were, like, the last person to board the plane and barely made it by, like, final boarding, which it's kind of that we don't want to be first on the plane anyway, but – Still, it was just like we didn't have time to get breakfast. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just a whole nightmare. So, but it is what it is. Yeah. And we made it and we had all our stuff, and Asher had his bottle, and life was good. So, do and not... he did great on the plane. No, he didn't. He didn't sleep like I hoped he would either way, but he did really well until we started descending, and then I think his ears started to hurt. He starts screaming for like 10 minutes and he was really tired and he's just screaming. And then like the last 10 or five minutes while descending, he fell, finally fell asleep. Yeah. Some people have, um, an ability to not be anxious somehow. And I do not have that ability. It's just not, I mean, as much as people want to be like, just don't be anxious or don't think like that. I mean, Thanks for your wisdom, first of all. Um, and also, that's not helpful. Like, it's just not something you can do. 
And um, it's like, for me, I don't know what it is. I wish I could change it about myself, but I can't. Like if, if I don't know why, I just imagine everyone being inconvenienced or whatever. I don't know what it is, but when Asher's being loud and squawky and especially freaking out and crying on a small plane like that, my anxiety like skyrockets. And so, I mean, I, by the time we got off that plane, I was already thinking of like, can we rent a car to get back to Colorado? Like I was just, I didn't, the last thing I wanted to do in the world was to get back on another flight to come home with a baby. <laughs> and it wasn't even that bad, like Leah said. It I was mean, literally like 10 minutes and everybody on the plane like knew what was going on. Like obviously there's a crying baby, but everybody knows that like during descent, baby's ear, ears Do they? Because in my mind, and... they did not all know But that. it was kind of funny because the kid sitting next to me pretended to be asleep the whole time. And he obviously wasn't. And he's like 24 or something. Leah was hoping that we'd get somebody like. Like some lady that obviously that had had kids. And she's like, oh, honey, it's fine. Yeah. But anyways, like, but it's not just the end of him crying. It's just the squawkiness and like him like kind of just. Anytime he would make any noises, I would get like. He's just talking. Like he just like would squawk or laugh or anything. Cole's like, put his pinky in. Yeah, I just, I don't know why. It's like a anxiety thing for me. Same thing. I did it, I mean, when we're at restaurants, I do it too. I mean. And I don't really care. Yeah, and Leah's, and I wish I didn't, but my, my mom and dad are like that too. They don't really care. Right. But I do. It. I don't know why. I wish I could I think it's just like, it. I'm obviously doing all that I can to like make the baby not upset, but he is upset, and it is what it is. Hmm. I don't know if that helps me. <laughs> I know that doesn't help me at all. Like the it is what it is. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. Doesn't make me not freak out. Cause it's like still that thought of like people I think I just deal with chaos a lot better. I don't know. It's to me it's it's I'm just imagining and I don't know why I care. Like what do I care if the person in front of me is sitting there going, Oh, this baby is so annoying. I don't know why. Like why do I care? I don't know. I don't know. But on the flight home, he was fine. He didn't sleep at all, unfortunately, but he did not cry either. Mm -hmm. And then the whole trip, he was honestly fine. Like, we had to go. But it was two hours. We had to do a lot of things. It was two hours of him not sleeping and still acting and crying, like, and squawking the whole time. So it's not like. I was just nobody who wasn't like yelling or anything, and adults talk too, and nobody sits there and gets mad at them. No, but I, yeah, but I'm saying that it wasn't like stress free for me. It was still two hours of because it was a long flight, it was like over two and a half hours. You would have been stressed if he was sleeping. No, I would have been fine if he was sleeping. Oh, yeah, I would have actually. Yeah, if he would have woke up, if he was asleep, I would have been stressed about him waking up, but yeah. That was stressful for me, even with him acting good the whole time. Just flying with a baby was incredibly stressful. And I don't know if there's any way around that for me, even if they act fine. So my advice to anyone traveling with a baby is try to make sure you're not an anxious person. Try to not to. Yeah, try to not to be anxious. I don't know. Or hopefully that you're not an anxious person. And if you're one of those cool people who's just like, whatever, I don't care. You can get mad at me for having a baby, then even better because... That's what you need. Yeah. Okay, what were you saying about the rest of the trip? Um, Asher was good, most part. We did a lot more than we ever do at home. And we were all exhausted. I still am exhausted from the trip, but he did really well in public and everything. He started to be really extroverted by the end of the trip. We'd put him in his seat to eat. And we'd turn around so he was facing other people and he would just sit there and look at everyone and like smile at them and flirt with them and everything from a distance. Yeah. It was cute, but it was funny. Yeah. He did really well and our friends Tim and Hannah were great hosts and Asher misses them. Yeah, we just played with them a lot and we just, just... played with them a lot. <laughs> he just played with them a lot. <laughs> it was just very 
relaxing. We didn't really do a whole lot. We stayed in the city of Franklin, Tennessee, and just stayed in Airbnbs, saw some of the Civil War sites, and just ate some food and yeah, just hung out. We didn't but... try to see all of Tennessee. That's what Cole and I talked about. We tried to see like one, I think it was basically one county. And like yeah. there's a lot of history in it and stuff. And Colorado just doesn't have the same that as many years on it as the or the cities in the in the south. So it was cool to see the old houses and mm-hmm. and things like that. Like if in Colorado, if something's that old, there are a few things in Denver and stuff that are that old, but if most it's like mining towns and stuff and those are almost all completely gone and well, they're not the way even the that places old. where the the homes were built yeah we're not as we weren't kept up as much as some of the more expensive homes in the south and stuff like that so it is really cool mm-hmm. to go there and see the history and the architecture and stuff yeah and the mines are old that we have here in colorado but some of them are not like as preserved like like lee was saying so and we've been to like i've been to florida but other than that i've never been to the south some people consider florida south some people don't yeah yeah but yeah it was really relaxing just being able to be away from work and just for a few days and hang out and just and eat horrible food Mm -hmm. and honestly the food was really good i mean it was horrible like i ate I think I had fried chicken two or three times. Country fried steak once. Like we ate way worse than we ever do. It was rough. <laughs> when I got home, I was so sick that night that we flew home. I was so sick. Mm-hmm. My body was like yelling at me like, you don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah. And it was nice to just spend time with Asher. We don't get to spend that many days in a row with him. Yeah, Cole's literally been working, like, maybe having three-fourths of a day off is, like, all we've been getting. Like, literally, I'm not exaggerating, since the fire started. So, to get to spend three or four days together was awesome. And to get to just spend some family time together. And it's our first Lunar vacation with Asher. Yeah, true. We had never gone on a vacation before. Yeah, and sorry in advance, but I don't want to fly with the new baby and Asher, so. Oh, we will. No, we're not. It'll be fine. Leah is not going to be fine. You can sit with the new baby. I'll sit with Asher, vice versa. No, we're going to be driving somewhere, and Leah says that she thinks that's going to be worse. Yeah, I'm not doing it. That's because it would only be worse for you. I or both are like, I'm not doing it. No. Oh, about that. I was not flying and I'm not driving. I would much rather sit in a car with two screaming babies and just me and you than I would a calm baby on a flight. That was so stressful. I know everyone's probably like, what the heck? This is only two hours. Two hours of that all that. Yeah, it did worse on my heart. Asher was really good. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm okay with driving. I think that's fine. I'm Just... not okay spending 12 hours in a car with the baby. Have you gone on a trip with Asher? When was the last time you drove four, four hours with him? When was Never. the last time you... <laughs> Never. <laughs> Let alone 12 hours. Like, let's get real. Well, how do you know we're going that's 12 crazy. hours away? Because who would we go see that's less than 12 hours? Well, we're going to go like a All of our stints. family is like two hours. No, but you, you wouldn't then, drive 12 hours like, at a time. further than that is grandparents, and those are 12 yeah. to 15 you hours. Drive, you drive three or four hours at a time. You stop somewhere. You hang out. You play. You do some stuff, and then you get back in the car, and you keep going. It does extend the drive time a little bit, but I'm the thing is we're going to have a newborn baby in February. and We're not going to be taking any trips in 2021. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't want to go on any trips in 2021. No, me neither. Okay. Unless they can come with us and then they can fly back with me and Cole can walk. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Or run. He's really into running again. Again? Well, you're going on a race Sunday. 
Yeah, well, I've always been in the running since a year ago or a year and a half ago. Yeah, but you stopped for about a month. Well, I stopped for a month to heal an injury. No, because of the COVID. Or because of the, the fires. No. I still was keeping up pretty good on running during that time. I wasn't running. I never took a month off. I was running still two or three times a week. Wasn't I? I don't think so. I definitely didn't take a month off. If I maybe maybe a week. You took a little bit of time off. Maybe a week. I don't think it was more than. Agree that. to disagree. Does anybody else have any questions? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we should probably end it before Lee and I kill each other. <laughs> We're too tired. Yeah, what she... is? I'm trying to think of anything else we need to tell them about Tennessee. Um. It was like a high of 70 the entire time. I got sick. Cole got sick while we were there. I got sick when we got back. Not corona sick. We both just ate horrible. Yeah. Cole got sick off of... Fish, I think. Tennessee hot chicken. Tennessee hot fish. <laughs> that was fish, yeah. I hate chicken and fish, so it could have been either one. Yeah, exactly. But I woke up at four in the morning like... <gasps> and then I was like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. And then I laid down for a minute, and I was like, I'm just going to come up. Then I went to the bathroom. They don't need the details. He got sick. <laughs> I threw And then up. the next day, he was fine. Yeah, but Back I had at some it again. Ch- I had some chest soreness and stuff, which might have been from throwing up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But Cole got a test when we got back, and it was a negative. Negative. For the COVID. Yeah. And if you're in the airport, you literally wear a mask the entire time. And in Tennessee, the county that we were in made you wear a mask most of the time. So Yeah. Or a lot of stores just wanted you to wear a mask anyway. Yeah. Even it's if fun. it wasn't required. So Yeah. We did that. Yeah. So that was about uh, it. That was our month. Do I have any other notes? It's almost 11 o'clock. Um, nope. I think that's it. Check, check, and check. Any notes from you, Leah, that we missed? No. Okay. Well, we'll be back again in a few weeks with another one. We're just not going to say a date. We'll just see you later. Yep. My OCD is already real. Or my... My perfect, actually, it was already ruined a while back, but um, within a month, we'll be back here. Yep. All right, bye. Bye.